Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. And no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Also, show me the football. Are you ready for live football on your phone? With the Yahoo Sports mobile app, you got it. Watch local and primetime NFL games on your phone or tablet all season long. Never miss your local game. Never miss a big national matchup. All you need is a Yahoo Sports app. Get the Yahoo Sports mobile app and you are golden. All right. Na, 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 na. Welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. I don't know why I'm in a good mood here. We're coming off a brutal week three. Seven upsets in the NFL. In the first three weeks, there were three double-digit underdogs who won outright, and that spells defeat for me. I was on the wrong end of almost all of those. The Vikings killed me and everybody else in an eliminator pool and on Moneyline parlays, and the Patriots slaughtered me on teasers. I have to get better at this. I just do. I have two gambling podcasts and a sports gambling show on cable television, but I have guys who are going to help me through it. They're my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, listen, there's a lot. There's so much going on. We're going to take a ride on the Captain Morgan Make Believe Riverboat Casino, which we're going to discuss uh, which division favorites we like, we don't like. We're going to dip into the mailbag. Hockey starts next week. I think next Wednesday. So we'll each have a a pucks wager and then best bets. Uh, Yeah. And in addition to you guys, we have uh, Craig. Craig is filling in for Master Tate Frazier. What's going on, Craig? How's it going, Sal? Happy to be here. Craig is an intern from San Diego State, right? Yep, that's right. Go Rashad Penny. There you go. Is Rashad Penny playing this year? What's he going to do? Uh, he's not very good. Chris Carson's ahead of him, but... Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll see some play time. Uh, I like Craig already. He printed out my ads. He didn't jam them all in one page. He, uh, he did. We did one page for each ad. So he doesn't give a shit about the environment. I like that a lot. And, uh, and we're here. Tate is in Maui. What a life this guy has, right, Craig? I know. Wow. To be Tate. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing, I don't know if you guys saw this, he was doing GM Street from like a cave. He was at the, the base of a volcano, like talking to Lombardi, but posting pictures. But um, listen, let's talk about Sharp Tank. Each week, uh, these guys give me their best bet, and I buy one of them. Brother Bry, I bought yours last week. I can't even remember what it was. It, it lost. Yeah, I had the 49ers. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus seven. Uh, yeah, it was disgusting. I, 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 said probably the exact opposite that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a close game early on. Chiefs took a 14 nothing lead early, took a huge halftime lead. Niners made a nice little comeback before uh Jimmy G got hurt, had a chance to uh had a chance to push again but didn't. Uh bad job by me. That's the uh second week in a row you took my pick that lost. That's all right. And I think these other guys have done really well. Well, we'll bounce too, back. So, Parlay kid though. You you might be the only one sure. in the country who survived the money line parlay with favorites and, and won, right? Isn't that what you had? Yeah. <laughs> Who yes, was on that? I had the uh, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Rams. <sighs> and uh, like you said, I, I kind of dodged yeah. all the upsets, I guess. Amazing. Uh, the Rams were very easily, uh, very easy over the Chargers. Uh-huh. The Chiefs easily over the 49ers. The Eagle-Colt game was a little scary. Uh, but like sure. I said, Sal, I've been saying this for weeks now. Andrew Luck cannot throw a football anymore. He no. can't throw. Is anybody really going to come out and finally say it? Did you, you said notice it. that on the final Hail Mary? They took him out of the game. He didn't throw it. I don't think I've ever seen uh, that before. I don't know if anybody even picked up on that. No, I, yeah, I remember you. Right, I mean, so. you texted me, and I was like, that's, that's interesting. I don't think that's ever happened before. And also, they cut to him on the sidelines, and he seemed okay with it. He's like, all right, get Mariano Rivera in there. I'm fine. Let him throw the, the most it's important so pass of the game. It's so weird. He's, he's really not. He can't throw the ball more than like five, ten yards. Yeah. Uh, so I got a little lucky with that one. But bottom line is three weeks in a row, three winners. All right. Um, Looking for a fourth this week. Give I'm going to start paying attention. And, and Harry, you had a winner that I avoided as well, right? Yeah. I uh, had, the, had the Steelers at the time. Uh, when we put it in, they were minus one. 
they actually went to what what is it about a one and a half point underdog by game time. Mm-hmm. Um, Fitzpatrick uh, lost his Fitzmagic title in the first half, throwing three picks. Uh, he came back strong in the second half. The Steelers were up seventeen. Had to sort of hold on for dear life at the end, but Steelers won by three, and I've won two in a row now. Wow. All right. Brother Brian, this must make you feel like shit. Yeah. I know. It's it's <laughs> killing me. It's killing me. I, I I will say, though, Harry and I, I don't think we've ever gotten a pick right on this, on our best bets together. I don't think we've ever both won at the same time. It's Let's try to make versa. This week it's going to happen. Harry, you had other losses. You didn't give them out on the podcast, but you were bemoaning a lot of your parlay losses. You sent oh, them my way. A lot of them involved just, golf, it, head-to-head well, golf, right? Yeah, look, it was it was. I mean, I ended up losing a couple hundred, two hundred for the two. I think two hundred for the week when I should have won two thousand. I mean, uh, had a parlay that was paying a thousand. Uh, everything came in, and uh, for the first time, I go with Brian's pick. I go with the Niners, and that was my only loser. Mm. Uh, had another parlay paying like nine hundred, another one paying five hundred, which I actually had Steve Stricker at plus two eighty, and I told you this out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, seniors don't play till Friday; they only play three weeks. Uh, three, days, three days, I mean, and at plus 280, uh, Steve Stricker won the senior golf tournament by four, uh, <laughs> wins fairly easily, and I still, on those two parlays, I had one loser on each, and of course, it was a golf matchup, and I lost on the last hole on both of them, just gut-wrenching. And then, to top it off on Sunday night, uh, me and Darren, parlay kid, were talking about it and stuff. I had a, another parlay where I had the Patriots plus three and a half yeah, I know. minus five and a quarter to close out the parlay. Not uh, even I close. Mean, it was, and, and everything came perfectly in on the parlay. Cardinals to score first against the Bears. Was plus that 20. was stupid. A yeah. golf matchup, which wins the right. Phillies plus one and a half and they lose by one. <laughs> and I mean, and Odell Beckham to have over 86 and a half receiving yards. He had that by halftime pretty much. And the Patriots the were the easy thing. And yeah. Like, and it's just like, that's a pass. It's like, I know we win, we lose, we win, we lose, but, the Pats game was just that was just sour the way they played the way they came out and and that was that game that you guys just felt like after the second series of the Pats like this is this is bad this is going to be real bad yeah well they couldn't move the ball the lot I mean the one thing they should have been yeah. do, done is run on the team and like I know they worry yep. about Sony Michelle what did they give up like one ninety to um I can't even remember now who the Lions played in the first two well they played the Jets I think they gave up one sixty five to Bill Powell and the and the Jets uh, running backs and then. Who was it? And the Niners. Braid yeah, Braid had a big game. Yeah. Against, yeah. So you, you would think that, I don't know, Belichick's like getting used to being embarrassed by some of these guys. Jacksonville last week, uh, two weeks ago, Detroit, his old Matt Patricia, you know, in the Super Bowl uh, before that. Like, I don't know. This is becoming too common, but I'm not counting the Patriots out. In fact, all eight division leaders, odds-wise, won their division last year. So... What are we to think? Like Vegas is not overreacting. The rest of us are. But you guys, out of the eight, Parley Kid, which one worries you the most? Which one do you trust the least? Well, so that's this is a very interesting. Uh, but I think right now I would say the Saints. Sal, their uh, their odds have dropped. However, their uh, the current odds I think are something like seven to five mm-hmm. to win that division. And that kind of makes sense because if you really look at that division, yeah, Panthers, Falcons, and Bucks, I, that's starting to look like the most balanced division in football. For sure. And yeah. the Saints' defense, while it seemed to be improved last year, much improved last year, uh, has kind of reverted back to that Saints' defense from like two years ago, where yep. they just seem like they can't stop anybody. Uh, and I think the Falcons are having the same problem, and obviously the Bucks' defense wasn't up to par the other night. Uh, but we know the Panthers are going to always consistently put out a good defense out there. So I would say in that conference, and everybody's uh, you know winning some games in that conference right now, mm-hmm. I would say they have the worst shot of repeating out of all the favorites right now in the division and repeating again from last year, of course. I might agree with that, and I don't think that's a, a knock on the Saints. I know their defense, it's tough, and they dominated the draft defensively and offensively last year. So, yeah, you would think those guys would just be a little better. But, uh, yeah, um, it's more about the other teams. It's the Falcons and Panthers and even, even the Bucks now. You know, Fitzmagic, whether he makes it two weeks from now or not, I can't believe that there's been never a, a, another player in the history to throw for 400 yards three games in a row. Yeah. 
he has that title. Unbelievable. It's crazy. So I don't know if he'll, you know, he may sit in a couple of weeks, but uh, it is a balanced division. Uh, the Saints are a little scary. I wouldn't bet any team in that division right now, probably. Brother Bry, which one do you take? Yeah, it's funny. When I was first starting to write this down, like I, I was looking at the Steelers because to me, they still just don't really seem right. I, right now, they're plus 150 to win the division. I think the Ravens and the Bengals both have a legit shot to win that division. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, as I'm writing this down, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's got to be the Vikings plus 125 right now. If you look at their schedule, I think it may be, maybe it's just Cousins. Maybe he's just a loser. Maybe it's just wherever <laughs> he goes, you know, he brings. Yeah brings bad things with them, but they play at Rams, at Eagles, then they're home against Cardinals, at Jets, but then they have the Saints, Lions, at Bears. They have a tough schedule. They even have, you know, they have the Pats in there, and I'm kind of looking at, I don't, I I did like the Bears. I don't trust Trubisky, but like, if you look at their schedule, they're home against the Bucks. they have the Dolphins, they have the Pats, which is tough, obviously, but they have the Jets, Bills, Lions, so I feel like Right now, I mean, maybe the Vikings make a push later in the season, but I'm, I don't. Tr- I hate that plus one twenty-five. So I'd almost look at the Bears, and then maybe if you want to play the Vikings in like five or six weeks to make a comeback and win that division. Yeah. But they they scare me right now, and I think it's pretty much due to Cousins. Well, that that was my team. I don't have too much to add to that, but yeah, the only thing I'll say is they're favored right now, plus one twenty-five. Packers are two to one. That could easily switch this week. I mean, we expect them probably to lose at the Rams Thursday night, and the Packers should beat up on the Bills, right? right? So then it might be the other way. Packers plus 125, Vikings 2-1. to one. The thing is, the Vikings do have the head-to-head win. Uh, that was in Lambeau, right, the game, when they beat the Packers a couple weeks well, that ago? Well, dr- that was a tie. That was a tie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. But both, <laughs> both offensive lines are bad. Um, I, and like you said, you went over the schedule— out of the next, like, four, like the Eagles at Eagles and Saints are coming up. They could be 3-4-1 and one halfway through the, the season. So yep. uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't think there's a lot of value in Vikings plus 125. Harry, which one do you trust the least? You know what? I'm going to agree with the parlay kid. Uh, mm. Despite 39-year-old Drew Brees and stud wide receiver, which we called uh, before the season started, Michael Thomas putting up six numbers. Uh, those two can't carry the team alone without Mark Ingram. In the lineup, the running game running game has been non-existent. Uh, Alvin Kamara is only averaging 47 yards a game on the ground. Uh, New Orleans is 2-1, and one, but Tampa and Carolina are as well, and they easily could be 0-3. Uh, they have given up 85 points in their two division games, and if not for Cleveland's kicking woes, they should have lost that game to the Browns at home. Uh, through three games, their defense has shown what their biggest problem is, they are the only team in the NFL to give up more than 100 points and only have one turnover. Uh, Atlanta's got injuries, that's true, but still, play, still Matty Ice uh, was back to his nickname of last week. I guess that was the highest-rated uh, passing performance uh, you could have, I guess. I heard this, mm. this afternoon in mm. that game last week. And, uh, and But Carolina could be the most balanced team uh, in the South there. Cam's playing well. McCaffrey's getting it done, receiving and rushing. So uh, I, I think that the team that I would be worried about the most is the Saints. Hmm. Yeah, I think, you know what this means, guys, right? Saints are going to crush Harry's New York Giants this weekend, right? It's not going to be close. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. That's 34 to 10 right there. Harry's all over Eli. What was Eli? 21 for, no, 25 for 29. 25 for 29. Yeah. All right, you're back. I like it. I make one nice comment about Eli. One comment, and you guys are ripping me. No, out. I'm just that in conjunction. I can't, get, I can't get anything in with the Saints. Like <laughs> I think, I think this is. I think you no. dug a hole for yourself here. Uh, all right, let's take a all break. Right. We're gonna hit, do rapid fire props after this. Oh, I have to talk about my bookie. You know, people always ask me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. I told you that in the top of the show. But if you think you know, you got to check out MyBookie. MyBookie's been in business for years. They have great reviews online and their mobile site's easy to use. Not to mention, they have in-game live betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Plus, for you fantasy guys out there, you could even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So... 
lay down some cash, win big today, you win, and they pay. It goes in that order. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code SAL. Hey, that's my name. When creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code SAL when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, rapid fire props. Back on Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. We did this last week. We went over a bunch of props. I had these guys guess the line. It's basically guess the line for props. But here's what happens with this thing. You end up falling in love with something based on what your guess is. And Brother Bry, for instance, capitalized. Like I asked him last week, I'm like, over, under, missed extra points this week. And he said, that too. I'm like, no, it's four. The specific website has four. And you're like, oh, I'm going under. You cashed in, Brian. I think that was the only thing you won last yes, week. Yes, I right? did. It went. Uh, it was two, <laughs> two. I think. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I didn't even ask you. I was like, I think I've seen one all of Thursday and Sunday. So you won this whole thing. Oh, did they miss one Monday yeah, night too? Was, yeah, Boswell right. missed one too on Monday uh, night. But I think yeah, it was just one on Sunday and one on Monday night. They yep. should not count Boswell because he misses all the time. But <laughs> He's been so bad. Uh, but oh, let's man, go. Let's crazy. go over a bunch so of good these. Last year, so bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I really feel like. Every week, only six kickers can hold on to their job for sure. Don't you feel that way? Like this, it, it could be twenty-seven. Any of twenty-six or twenty-seven could be fi- fired uh, with two or three misses. But all right, parlay kid. Over under, how many roughing the passer calls will there be this week? Week four. Oh boy, uh, there's been a lot, Sal. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, you're correct. I'm gonna say over under ten. Okay, in 2017, 10 and a half. 10 and a half. 2017, they averaged 6.7. This year, they average 11. Uh, this specific website is putting it at 12, and the under minus 140. Hmm. Now, would you say 10 and a half? Yeah, I think I like that under. I think uh, you like the. I think they. Yeah. Re, I, I th- think it's going to start coming back down. It I has think, to. Uh, it has yeah, to. Even even Ben Roethlisberger this week was like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if these are really uh, roughing the passer calls. Yeah. you know, uh, and he's a monster back you know, there. So. He, he could take a lot, but yeah, I think oh, yeah, that he I, could. Yeah, he could. I, I think they have to have to start. I mean, this is the big story every week with Clay Matthews. There's a different picture of him, and this is a guy who's played, you know, how many fourteen generations of football? Clay Matthews is yeah. like, no, sorry, you got to relearn the game. You know, that's it. That's it. Uh, you know, alligators don't eat snakes anymore. Sorry, I know they've been doing it for a thousand years, but we have this is it. So I would go under a little there, under twelve, minus one forty. Uh, brother yep. Bry, your boy Khalil Mack. He was your boy on the Raiders, and now you just have to admire him from afar. How many games from now to the end of the season will he record a sack and cause a forced fumble in the same game? Is it a sack or a force? No, no, bo- both both have oh. to happen. I mean, it could be the same play. Oh, both have to happen. Sack, right. force, fumble. Uh, two and a half. Oh. Number is four and a half. The under's minus, uh, un- the under's 220. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's done it a bunch of times. But That's a lot. It seems, uh, seems high for a force fumble. So wait, this is week four. This is 13 weeks left. He might, you know, he could sit a game or two, right? That does seem like a lot. I, I like rooting for yeah, him, no. so I don't. I wouldn't go under, but um. Oh, uh, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I've, I've, it's. I should be rooting against the Bears, but I still love watching him yeah. every play. So he's I, amazing. I still root for him. So I, I, I probably wouldn't touch this just because I like to see him. That's do right. Well. All right, go Khalil, Harry, Fitz Magic. How many games will he throw for four hundred yards the rest of the season? What do you think the number is? Um. I feel like you're plugging it into a calculator. What are you doing? It's rapid fire. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll say uh, three. Pretty good. Three and a half, but the under is minus 260. That's probably huh. under. I don't know. Who knows how many? I don't know what they'll do because they he plays the Bears. Know. Yeah, you don't know. Like if, if they lose a couple more, if they lose a couple in a row and they got Chicago in a, t- a tough environment uh, this week with a defense and like you just said, Mac and all, if, if they get smacked around, 
Yeah. Maybe there's talk again of Winston coming back in too. So Well, there's already talk of it. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. a couple strip sacks uh away from and then they have a bye week. So he'll have like their cutter of like two weeks to decide. So um Right. That's a rough one. That's a rough one. I wouldn't go on. That's a hefty vig for under three and a half. Uh Parley Kid. All right. Similarly, Jameis Winston, number of starts this year. Oh, this this is a tough one. Uh, boy, it's going to be tough to pull Fitzpatrick out of a lineup. But uh, let's see. Let's say he gets a couple more games. I don't know. Um, let's say seven and a half. Oh wow! For Winston, I maybe think, eight. I didn't think you'd go that high. No, it's six and a half. But the unders minus one sixty five. Hmm. All right, so you wouldn't. T- I mean, that's close okay. to what you guessed. That's that's a good stay away. I think. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I. Wow, that's gonna that's gonna be a real tough call. It's gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out. It really depends if they if they uh, what their record is gonna be. Uh, you know, yeah. if it's two and two or two and three, eventually two and four, you're probably gonna see Winston. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, like what I if they like the over? There. What if they're like three and seven? Who starts? As then is like. You can't even say who's going to start if, if they're. I guess it's Winston. I guess it has to be Winston. The, the worst they do. Um, so, That's what I'm thinking. so far, I yeah. only like roughing the passer under twelve. Okay, let's see if we can get another one. Brother Bry, Clay Matthews, will he get a roughing the passer call this week? It was <laughs> what was it four to one last week? Yeah, yeah it was four to one. Uh, I yes- said, what did I say? I said plus one fifty two when you asked me last oh, right. week or something like that. Right, the parlay kid yeah, had this guess- one. All right, brother Bry. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? To get another one, oh, it's got to be about it's got to be about the same. So it's got to be like I'll say plus three fifty this week. Oh, very close, plus three seventy five. Yeah. Oh man, they they can't flag them again for that, can they? (laughs) Can they? Can they really? Like, what are they gonna do? Exactly. It's right about against the Bills, probably not, right? Yeah, who knows though? It's just. Yeah, and, and Allen's moving around. Oh, I don't know. That's a stay away, I think. Um, Harry, Sammy Bradford, your Cardinals, your beloved home Cardinals. Uh, will he start on any team in 2019? Start for any team? Uh, I'm going to say no. I mean, he's really. Yeah, I know it's in. no. Uh, of course guess, it's no. But what's the. Uh, minus. I don't know. My, uh, minus. 225. No. Minus 500. Wow. Three to one that he starts somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's gone. Isn't he he getting like 20 million or something, too? It's so crazy. He's getting a lot of money. A lot of money. Now, Now, if Rosen Rosen gets hurt, though, do they go back to Bradford or they just let somebody else play? Well, this is for for 2019. So uh, this is for next year. So, um, Oh yeah, geez, I'm I'm not even. That's yeah, all right. Geez, you're you're, you're very you. drunk. Yeah, we got it. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I am. I am. We. Uh, yeah, I would. I would say the no is about right here. I don't know what kind of. Oh. Plus, there's going to be more quarterbacks, right? They're going to be drafted. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think he has a good shot there. All right, Parley Kid, Earl Thomas, will he be traded this year? Oh. Oh man, it, it seems like he's he's begging to get traded. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to say... He's got three picks. Well, he had two of them last week against yeah. the Cowboys. So that's uh, one against his leg and the other uh, off right. a, a, a deflection. He saluted um, saluted the sideline, too. And it, Yes, he did do that. Oh, man. So uh, let's say yes. Uh, I think I, I something about it. I think he's begging to be traded out of that organization. Yes, minus 180. Close minus two fifty, minus two fifty. Okay. Really, it's my wow! It's that big. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't I, I feel like it was that big. Go with the no. Yeah, go with like, the yes, Bry. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe the, I will. Yes, and the Patriots. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> uh, brother Bry, <laughs> uh, staying in the Thomas family. Michael Thomas, guy has what thirty six receptions? Thirty six or thirty eight? Thirty six? Three weeks? Ooh. Probably Insane. thirty. Is he thirty-eight? He it might like be thirty-eight. 16, 10, he has 12, ten, ten and three straight games. That doesn't get done. Uh, over on the receptions this week against Harry's uh, beloved Giants. Oh, um, yeah, I'll say right around that. Uh, go nine and a half. 
Yeah, nine and a half is exactly right. The under is minus one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, my, I'll go over on that though. Are you I'll, going I'll over? I'll make that my bet. Oh, yeah. you're going to win that yeah, because I'll go over on that. because the my the under is minus one eighty. So you get. I didn't write the over. Yeah, down. yeah. Let's go over on that. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, you can, you All right. Catch all. I mean, geez. I guess as long as yeah, there's no yeah. there's no weather. Is it supposed to rain this weekend by you guys? No. No, it's gonna be nice. All right. Very nice. Sunday, Couple more, Harry. I, I think we're gonna like this one too. 49ers wins this year. C.J. Beathard. Oof. Under center. Uh, I will say uh, five. Yeah. What? It, well, what, yeah. what, Brian, what do you think it is? C.J. Beathard wins? No, it, well, 49ers uh, wins this year. Yeah. Uh, the, two and a half? Yeah, you see, I love this too. It's six. And it's minus what? one, minus one twenty. How do they expect them to get six, even if they sweep the Cardinals or whatever? What? Where are these wins coming wow. from? Right? Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I guess their schedule. Oh, geez, that's crazy. That's basically putting them right back to their over under right. win total for the year. They were eight. How does that make sense? And they were eight. And, and what they're did, one and two. And what did they do last year? They had. I mean, they're in a worse shape this year now, right? Like they than yeah, they, they were last really win, year. Did they win a game before? They no. won one game maybe before. Garoppolo five and eleven. Or were they five and eleven or six and ten? I don't know what they were. It doesn't I matter. Can't. This team's wow, not winning six crazy. games. No, that's crazy. We're going under. We have to go under. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, and this is for everybody. You guys could all guess least points scored by the Chiefs this year. Harry. <clears throat> in a, in just one game. Yes. Um, <laughs> 19 and a half. All right. Parlay kid? I was going to, I'd say 20 and a half. All right. Brother Bry? Probably too high. Yeah. I would say, I would say like 17 and a half. Yeah. All right. Craig, you want to jump in on this? Oh, God. 21 and a half. All right. I think Bry hit it. Did you say it's 17? It's 17 a, and a half. It's, a, yeah, it's 17. 17. Wow. I was, I was definitely high on that. Yeah. All right. So we like 49ers wins under six for sure. Uh, we kind yes, right. You like Michael Thomas over. We like over, and you can get uh, odds. Yeah, on I'll that. play that Nine over. I mean, he's fun to watch. I have him on fantasy. I have him for most receiving yards this year. Yeah. I'm all in on Michael Thomas. And then the roughing the passer under twelve. Although that is going to be infuriating if we lose that. Right? That's that's no way to watch football. But yeah, I think th- I know that's the most. I think that's the most fun to watch. Like the kicking one was great last week. I think that's probably the most fun to watch this really? week. Really? Okay. Just I could just imagine being pissed off at right. flags being thrown this week. Now let's yeah. go. All right, so let, we isolated those three. We're one and zero oh in the ones that we, that looked weird, um, and so let's try to keep track of these. All right. Yeah. Now that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I set sail, tackling make believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. They're trying to get a new Supreme Court justice into uh, <laughs> in. It's not, it's not going so great. I won't get into the politics of it, but they've hit a snag. Uh, it got me thinking, which living sports personality would make the best Supreme Court justice? Is it Peyton Manning at 3-1, to one, Serena Williams 7-2, to two, Aaron Judge 6-1, to one, David Justice 10-1, to one, Greg Popovich 15-1, to one, or the field at 6-1? to one. Parlay Kid, I think I know which way you're going with this. You know it, Sal. Uh, but let's eliminate some of these characters first. Okay, okay. Peyton Manning shouldn't be three to one, Sal. He should be like three hundred to one. Oh, right. Those Tennessee Volunteer issues well, uh, would surface again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he did reach an out of court settlement, I believe, with an employee there for some indiscretion. So that would that would rear its ugly head again. All right. Serena's temper tantrum last week or a couple weeks ago wasn't a fan of it. Little overblown, maybe by the. By, across the board by everybody, mm-hmm. but just like I wouldn't want John McEnroe in that role, uh, Serena, it's one too many times now. Okay. David Justice, two words: Halle Berry, Popovich. Could he get <laughs> along with his best player? I don't know what happened with that Kawhi Leonard thing. I don't even know. So, so that leaves us with Aaron Judge, <laughs> the perfect name. Obviously, he's adopted, raised by educators. Handles the bright lights of New York tremendously well, and this is an athlete who could bring both sides together. And at six to one, he's great value. All right, take Aaron Judge. All right, all hail the judge. All right, Harry, you want to defend your pick, which I'm guessing isn't Aaron Judge. No, it's not Aaron Judge, but of course it's going to be uh, 
my second favorite player in baseball of all time, David Justice. It's a good name. Another good name for it. And I'm going to go against Darren's theory a little bit. Look, uh, uh, politicians, they always, it seems like they get into trouble here and there. There's scandals here and there. He's had a couple with the uh, HGH situation and the Mitchell Report, and there was some sort of discussions of a sex scandal with prostitutes. With <laughs> oh, him. my God. Whatever. Aside from that, Darren, he went to college. <laughs> sponsored he majored segment. in what else? Criminal justice. And you can't be upset with this pick, Darren. Sal and Brian can pick on me and bust my chops on this, but probably kid, you can't say anything because, remember, 2000, the year 2000, he brought home the Yankees a championship for you as he was the AL Championship Series MVP. Not Paul O'Neill, not Bernie Williams, not Tino, and most uh, importantly, not Derek Jeter, the captain. <laughs> it was David Justice who brought you a championship and got you to the World Series. So David Justice at 10-1 to 1 is my guy. Harry, you were not at the time as excited about Justice uh, excelling for the Yankees as, as you are just now. Right, you 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 were big brave. You were a big Braves fan. That's when you loved David. And I, when I say love David Justice, like he had a crush on him. Who was it? Justice? Yeah, Regis and yeah, John Bon Jovi. My was man that- crush. I listen. I can admit it. Man crush on David Justice. Man crush on John Bon Jovi. That's the way it goes. <laughs> but I do remember. But Sal, the doesn't I, have you know, to be the way it goes. Back in, <laughs> yeah. do recall when Justice was the first one to celebrate and jump on Sid Bream when uh, yeah. they won the National League Terrible. and. Uh, and, and we were at a bar together, and you were just flipping over tables and chairs, so furious. I've grown Ray up Beck a lot. Up that hit. I've grown up. I probably, I probably lost close to sixty dollars that night. That was a, that was a gigantic. Oh, and you were flipping over tables and chairs in an Oswego bar. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, not happy for me and my team in the Braves. Not happy. No. Why would I be? Uh, <laughs> Look at how you behave. Why would I be happy? All right, brother Brian. Yeah, Harry, I liked uh, David Justice on the Yankees, so. Yeah, you know, it's not yep. a shot at us. It's not a shot at us for saying that. Jeez, he was, he was great for us. Great player. But uh, I'm going to go with the field, and I'm going to take Grant Hill at six to one. Uh, Look, just first of all, his name, Grant Hill, just sounds like a Supreme Court justice, yeah. doesn't it? He's so well liked and respected. He doesn't have any history of anything negative. Everybody loves him. The guy has a political science degree from Duke. I just, th- at some point in time, he's going to wind up in politics or some t- something with law. Uh, I mean, the guy's just a really smart guy. I think that's that's an easy one. I, I just I, I could totally see him sitting on a Supreme Court. Mm. All right, you know what? You could think Tate's out here. You picked the Dookie to do uh, be a Supreme Court. <laughs> that that would have been bad news. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Peyton Manning. Now, Parley Kid, I think he's weathered the storm with these uh, with these allegations. I think he would he would survive a congressional interrogation. I think you know there was the the. I know that it was the Tennessee thing with the woman, but then there was the steroids thing, like his wife signed for these packages that may or may not have been <laughs> steroids. He's, he's Teflon, and he's fair, and he's likable, and he's in all these commercials. I think he would get nominated. I think he would get confirmed. And also, he played his last couple of seasons, he played like a 73-year-old man, which is ideal for the uh, <laughs> for the bench. So uh, I would say Pate Manning at 3-1. to one. Craig, do you have a take on this? Do you like any of these? I'm all in on Greg Popovich. Popovich, huh? Yeah, he just doesn't put up with any bullshit. I'm down. That's it, huh? Yeah. I could see him in the I I, I could definitely see him in there the most. Uh we asked the sports sportsish guy uh, to weigh in on this. He said Chris Berman. I thought that was an interesting pick. I can I could see him uh running it. He would um he would rule with an iron fist. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's make believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please Drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right, I, I want to talk real, really quickly about Oregon Stanford. I went off on it on uh, Lock It In, which um, is shown on Fox Sports 1 every day, 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern time. And I'm uh, one of the co-hosts. But there are bad beats. You know, like you could survive like an Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary. All right, that's a bad beat if you're on the wrong side of it, for sure. But then there are bad beats where the coach could just take a knee and the game is over. And it would just and it really would just be over. And I only remember three of those, I think. Like um I lost with one, but well, I don't even like saying it. Kent, uh, Oklahoma State, Central Michigan, was that it, brother Bry? Central Michigan, yep. right? Yep. It was yep. bad. Was it. Four seconds yep. left with the ball for on fourth down, and they can't <laughs> win. Obviously, the one they show a lot with Pisarchik and Herm Edwards running that back. 
That was uh, disastrous for the Giants against the Eagles. And then there was Oregon-Stanford. Now, I don't know how much time was left. I think there was like a minute and three. Was it 2.03 with one timeout left? Was that it? I don't know what it was. Yeah, that sounds about right. The quarterback, Herbert, runs for the – he does a nice bootleg, uh, runs off left for a first down, and that's it. That should be it. 203 with one timeout. And then they run – the kid runs for seven yards. And it's second and three. And for some reason, now the first round, first down is uh, we got to get this first down again. When the truth is, you could take knees, force them to use a timeout. And Parlay Kid, you think they could have, and you might be right, like just drop back before the kneel down yeah, I, and then punt yeah, into the I, end zone I with no time. Can, I said like eight yeah, seconds. I think but. you had said, um, if you even if you didn't do that, you thought there would be about nine, ten seconds left in the game. Right. I thought you could still probably the quarterback could take three or four yards back. Wait, wait, take a knee, kill an extra three or four or five seconds on every single play. Mm-hmm. That probably could have just run out the clock, or yeah. you know that punt could have just gone anywhere, and the game would have been over. Uh, coach was very uh, nonchalant about it, and very like uh, in the press conference, just kind of hey, we're being we're aggressive. That's yeah. what we do. Right. Um, so there's no apologies. I'm not going to make any apologies for that call. Uh, but there's also, you know, as, you know, being dumb. And he was just straight. So he was just, it was a dumb move. And you can't say it in the name of aggressiveness and no. try to get away with that as far as I'm concerned. This is what every jackass coach who does this says in the in the postgame press conference. Like, oh, the team will be up six with two minutes left and throw an interception when they should be running. And they're like, oh, we have to be aggressive. That's how we got here. We were aggressive. This is uh, Crystal Ball, the, the coach on uh, Oregon. Yeah, right. the aggression could end when the game is over, right? If you could take three knees and punt it into the end zone, you don't have to worry about being aggressive. Are you are you still going to be aggressive when you go to shake hands with the coach? Do you have to punch him in the face? Like, <laughs> at, where, where does the aggression end? How about when the game is over? Brother Bry, you want to give that money back? You won on Stanford. Uh, you could you could look oh, gladly. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, yeah, what's the opposite of bad beats? Do we have a? Do we have a good? Uh, they don't really have a term for it, but Bry, you were on Stanford. <laughs> that game was so was over. All over Stanford. Yeah. I was pissed off in that game, um, just because I thought they could throw downfield with them with the, with those big receivers. But I, I was most shocked about there was so many. I think even before that last play, before they decided not to take a knee and punt. Mm-hmm. I was saying, like, this would be just one of the worst losses I could remember. Because, again, just don't forget, like, late in the third, they were with, like, a minute left in the third. They were about to go up 24. And then after that, you know, they had a fumble and then another fumble, which was returned for a touchdown, only up 10. And then they go up 10 again with, like, 3.30 or four minutes yeah, left. So right. then you, And then just and just it's fit, perfectly fitting how they uh, how Stanford scored that touchdown and, Overtime, it was just batted up in the air, and the kid came oh, down yeah. with it. But it was, oh, yeah. they, there were so dead, many dead. different things in that game. It wasn't for as crazy as that. I mean, again, they should have automatically won just with how they should have handled the last yeah. uh, few minutes. But geez, they they lost that game like ten different times. I felt like it, yeah, it, being an Oregon fan just must have been awful for sure. Yeah, well, that's I, I only bring it up because I, I think it's top three or four bad beats. I don't know. I don't pay attention to all of them, but I, I don't like when a coach a coach blows it. Like the game is over and you could take your win and you don't because you're being aggressive. It's great. Uh, all right. Hey, hockey season. So this starts Wednesday, right? We could technically have done this last week uh, or next week rather, but let's get it. Let's get it out of the way. Let's do it. Now yeah. I, I know the least about hockey out of the four of us, but um, that said my one prop last year, Washington to win the division, not only did they win the division, they won the Stanley cup. They did take the metropolitan division but 105 points. Pittsburgh had 100. Um, Brother Bry, you had the Lightning to win the Atlantic decision. That was a division that was a winner. 113 points to 112 over Boston. It's like Canelo Triple G numbers there. Yeah, um, no, I had them like plus. The funny thing was I had them like plus two. I think they were plus 220 to win the division, but mm-hmm. as if they were up huge all year, and then Boston made a crazy run, and then Boston was up maybe like two or three points late in the season. And Tampa just snuck in there, had, had a little upset in, uh, they beat one in Boston, I think late in the year. Yeah. Um, you probably could have got like five to one odds, like late in the season for them to actually still win that division. But, uh, mm-hmm. I was happy with that. Okay. So who's your, who's your pick for this year? 
All right. So I I like a couple of things, but the main thing for this pod, I'm gonna the thing that I like is I like the Devils not to make the playoffs. Mm. Like one thing, if you look back, the the one thing I'll say is if you look at this, so the Devils are plus one fifteen not to make the playoffs. Their over under is ninety one and a half points at minus one fifteen. So if you like the under ninety one and a half at minus one fifteen, you're better off just taking them not to make the playoffs at plus 115. It's a, it's a weird swing in those lines because usually like the eighth playoff spot is around like 94, 95, sometimes even 96, 97 points. It's usually not below 91. So I think there's a couple of those lines too when you look at the NHL between over-unders and uh, to make the playoffs. So you might be better off taking one side or the other. Sometimes you get a little better value. But having said that, they had a great season last year. They finished with 97 points. They came in eighth place. They finished in eighth place but they were really hot in the beginning of the season, like really hot. At some point in time, they were in first place. Taylor Hall had a crazy, ridiculous scoring streak. He played about as out of his mind as you could. He carried the team. They aren't great defensively. Their goaltending was really bad. Schneider was really bad last year. I just think if you look at the East, I think the Capitals, the Penguins, Blue Jackets, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Bruins, those are six teams. I think all six of those teams are definitely in. Then I think you have the Panthers, are probably going to have a really good season. And then I kind of like Carolina, maybe somebody else to come through. So I think you're going to see maybe the Devils have a little bit of regression. Even if they have, you know, 92, 93 points, it's not going to make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I know they lost a few guys, but I think getting plus 115 money on this one is is, is really good value. All right. That was hard to explain. He did a good job explaining that. I couldn't do that. And you, your blood alcohol content's like 0.27 right now, and you still were able to... <laughs> I don't know how I I don't know how I even was able to say that. (laughs) Good job. All right, take a little rest, brother. uh, Parlay kid, you last year had your the Islanders, big Islanders fan over over eighty points, uh, or over points. They had had eighty. They they were eighty eight. Right, they had eighty, just under five hundred. Right. Yeah, they had a miserable year last year, Sal. And as you know, uh, I had them over eighty eight and a half. They were coming off two straight seasons of uh, averaging. Near a hundred points. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like they, you know, they were talking a big game about taking the next step. But as we know, uh, their management and their coaches uh, just really aren't weren't up to uh, to par. They've really revamped, uh, you know, their personnel, some of their personnel, and of course, you know, brought Lou Lamorello in. You got Gart uh, Snow fired, Trotz. right? You got Gart Snow. They, I, they I, gave I, him the X. Yeah, listen, I called for Snow's firing. Jeez, mm-hmm. probably. Listen, probably three years ago I was calling for his mm-hmm. firing, but we finally did it. We got him fired. Now you got Lou Lamorello in there and Stanley Cup uh, winning coach and Barry Trotz. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm staying away from the Islanders. All that being said, they're actually over-unders 83 and a half points, I believe, this year. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be a gritty team. And I think they're going to be close to that. They just don't have a ton of talent. But I also gave the listeners last year, Matt Barzal, on this podcast last year, I said, he would win the Calder Trophy, which goes to the Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And I believe at the time, Sal, he was at least 17 to 1, if nice. not greater odds. And he did win that going away last right. year. That was nice. So, proud of him. But, Sal, this year, I'm taking a long shot right now for our Hart Trophy Award winner. Okay? Uh, that's the MVP. And that's going to go to Patrick Lane. Of the hmm. Winnipeg Jets at thirty to one, Sal. This is great value right now. Winnipeg is possibly the to me, uh, even maybe to the odds makers. I think they're twelve to one to win the Stanley Cup. I think they should be the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. They were fun last Loved year. Love their team. Yeah. Yes, they could have easily won last year. Lane is a dynamic player. Thirty-six goals his rookie year. Last year, forty-four. He's trending upward. I say he gets fifty plus for the best team in hockey, mm. and he wins the MVP at thirty to one. Nice, great value right now. All right, parlay poor parlay. And by kid. the way, last year was the first year I didn't have the Capitals to yeah, win the Stanley Cup in about ten years, and they finally <laughs> won it. Yeah, so you're you've been mo- you thought John Tavares, you thought he would stay loyal, and he didn't. He uh, twenty eight years old, signed a seventy seven million dollar contract yeah, with the Maple riddance. Leafs. Good riddance to him, Sal. Well, we'll be better. Down the road. I'll tell you what. He had 80 points. He averaged like 70, almost 70 before last year. Then had 80 plus, I think, last year. 
12 yeah. to 1 to win the Hart Trophy. But, you know, you have Austin Matthews on that team, too. You're still behind McDavid yeah. and Crosby. But 12 to 1, you think that's low or right about right? I think, I think uh, there's going to be a ton of pressure on that Toronto team to perform this year. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that Tavares is a... I've come to realize I think he is going to miss being in Brooklyn or on the island where there's just not a lot of media coverage in terms of hockey for him. Yeah. I think he's going to shrink under the big lights in Toronto, Sal. That's a hockey crazy city. I think he'll be solid, but uh, nowhere near uh, MVP candidate as far as I'm concerned. All right. I could be wrong. Speaking of uh, shrinking under the big lights, Harry, you had Edmonton. Edmonton to win the Pacific Division. I think they came in sixth place, 31 points behind the Vegas Knights. How are you not on the Vegas Knights? You live there. You love everything Vegas. You don't know what's going on there half the time. But, uh, yeah, what do you have to say for yourself? Goaltending. It was all goaltending last year for Edmonton. Talbot was bad. He gave up half a goal uh, more than he did the season four when they made it into the second round of the playoffs. But for that, I'm still going with another Oiler again. I'm going with Connor McDavid at 3-1 to one to win the Hart Trophy. Uh, he's only 20, uh, and the last two seasons he's combined for 208 points. Hasn't missed a game in either of the seasons. He's got the best plus-minus on the team by far in the past two seasons as well. Even though the Oilers, like I said, didn't make the playoffs last year, his production increased from the season four. He has great speed and talent, and talent's really off the charts. Um, mm-hmm. I think at three to one, I know it's the, he's the favorite, but he is a scoring superstar, and he's very hard to pass up. And you guys did mention uh, Austin Matthews and Tavares. I was going to mention them as well. Uh, Scottsdale native Austin Matthews. Mm. I think uh, like they're both at twelve to one. Uh, I think Toronto's going to put up a lot of points, uh, a lot of goals. Are going to maybe they were a high scoring team last year, uh, but I think uh, I agree with Darren and Parlay Kid there as well too. I think Tavares and maybe Austin Matthews. They'll both have nice seasons, but I think they'll cancel each other out for uh, the Hart Trophy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking with another Oiler, Connor McDavid, at three to one to win the Hart. Three to one, the favorite to win the Hart. I looked at that for a second. That's not bad. Uh, uh, like I said, I know the least about hockey, but I picked the winner last year. And Parley Kid, I know you like to say the California teams are soft, and they have been the last couple of years in the playoffs, except for the San Jose Sharks. This team's always close to a hundred points. They've missed the playoffs once since 2003. Uh, they're plus 225 to win the Pacific Division. You have to think the Knights regress. I don't know. I won't explain why. I have no 100%. idea. They have to go back a no. little bit. At some point, they have to yeah, realize they, have to. they live in Las Vegas and start having fun and not not <laughs> play hockey. Like, you know, uh, show up for work like Brother Bride did today. Like half half on the can, you know. But no, Sharks play. Go ahead. The yeah. odds, the odds makers are reflecting that. They're reflecting a regression. Right. There's, no, there's no doubt. Right. But but at Sharks at plus two twenty five, they're always up there anyway, yeah. close to hundred points. That's not bad. Uh, now I'm going to talk about Joe Thornton. He's not even. They don't even really need him. They're not counting on him this year. Pavelski is an unrestricted free agent. Brett Burns is always great defensively, and Logan Couture is like a breakout star. I think. Uh, now what did they do? They swept the Ducks. They fell just short to the, the the Knights last year in the playoffs. They played them like the best, I think, out of any team other than the the Caps. But uh, it doesn't matter the playoffs. I think they're like I said, always close to 100 points. I like them plus 225 to win the Pacific Division. Well, and, and to add to that, Sal and Brian, correct me if I'm wrong here, because my I could just be uh, not uh, recalling this correctly. They did pick up Carlson, right? Yeah, and they have Carlson from, right. uh, yeah, Eric, yeah, uh, from Ottawa, yeah. and he's he might be the best defenseman in right. the league. So, yeah, Eric Carlson. That, so I like that bet. That's 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 a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah, they were all oh, they by passing on John Tavares, they were able to like fill these pit, Carlson, and they moved some guys that's around. Right. It's like a younger team now. Um, all right, listen, that's let's, our hockey let's talk. Let's bet on that one, though. I, I like that. Oh. I think we should all jump on that. All right, good. Yeah, because I I do like Vegas. I do like Vegas regressing. I mean, it's funny. They had what they were like a hundred and they had a lot of points last year, but their over under points is like 99 and a half. Is so that what it is? Let's, yeah. Uh, jump on the chart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless you think it's Anaheim, but I, I don't like, I don't know. I think I'd rather root for the nah. Sharks. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. Talk about DraftKings. Bragging rights and huge cash prizes are up for grabs this weekend and all season long at DraftKings, the leader in one week fantasy sports. 
How huge? We're talking over $2 million in total prizes. With one week fantasy at DraftKings, you choose when to play. Draft a new team every week and with no season-long commitment. At DraftKings, you are the GM. Just choose your players, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings because nothing makes Football Sunday more exciting than when you have a DraftKings lineup on the line. And you can play free with your first deposit to compete for your share of over $2 million in total prizes. Go to DraftKings.com or download the app today. Use code SAL, S-A-L, to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and compete for your share of over $2 million in total prizes. That's code SAL, S-A-L, only on DraftKings. The game inside the game. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, it's time for Sharp Tank. The the Jenner trifecta, they individually, they give me a pick. I listen to all three. Sometimes I listen to Harry's. I listen to Harry's. I listen to all three, and then I decide which one I'm going to buy. I think, Brian, I bought yours the last two weeks, and they lost, right? Yep. And these other guys are winning around you. you. I mean, maybe we just keep that up. Like, these other guys will just keep winning because I'm not taking them. But um, no, let's not do that. Let's all win. And you know what? We're going to start with you, Brian. You're going to be confident. And you're gonna sell me a winner? Yeah, I'm. I'm always, yeah, I'm always confident in my best bet. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Raiders minus two and a half over the Browns this week. Gonna keep it simple. Look, the Raiders really are desperate. They need a win this week. They've mm-hmm. actually played. They played. They've exceeded my expectations. They're zero three, but they've kind of exceeded my expectations. I've actually thought they played really well. They deserve to be two and one. They should have beat the Broncos. They should have beat the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, they're set, they've been great in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's funny in this game, for some reason, I'd, I'd be more worried if Tarod Taylor was playing against them just cause I, I could see him extending plays against the Rays, which I, which drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Browns are coming off the, they essentially won their Super Bowl. I think normally this line would be like five or six. So I, I just like this. I mean, two and a half points is, is still too low. Baker Mayfield's not used to playing on a baseball field. I mean, if, if Gruden can't get the guys up for this game, he might as well retire. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to win more than two games for the year. So I think he'll have them up. He'll have a good game plan for them. Uh, I rarely bet the Raiders, so you know I'm confident in them if I'm, if I'm taking them here. All right. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll discuss that after I hear the others. Parley Kid, coming off two winners, three winners, two winners. Three winners. Three winners. Well, uh, you know, plus 140, plus 128, and last week plus 144. Ah, what am I doing? So I'm a week away, mm-hmm. one more win away from really taking like a real like six to one, seven to one parlay. Next Is that week. right? I want to get one more. Okay. I want to get one more in, and then we'll start loading up on some, some crazy stuff. All but, right. But uh, I'm going to take... Uh, basically almost an even money line parlay here. I'm going to go with three teams. They're mm-hmm. all home. They're all playing teams. I mean, on paper, you would assume a win. So let's start, Sal, with the Chargers home against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, unless the line has changed, this is about minus 480 on the money line, Sal. Okay. As we just kind of ridiculed the 49ers before about really not being able to win too many more games this year. They're deflated. Chargers coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel like this is going to be an easy win at home for the Chargers. All right. Packers, Bills. Packers. I believe, Sal, again, uh, I, you know, I'm just going off memory. I think they're minus 420 mm-hmm. against the Bills home. Bills, they kind of won their Super Bowl last week. So much credit to that team. Packers coming off a very bad road loss. Mm-hmm. I think they come home. Aaron Rodgers is not losing to the Bills. All right. And now, Sal, my third game, I think minus 280 could have changed. We're taking the Pats over the Bill- Dolphins. Mm-hmm. This game was not endorsed by Bill Simmons. No. In fact, thought the Dolphins on the money line could be a nice pick. But Sal, who knows if he thinks that? Like he, you he, said might, before, he might not think that. Yeah. Yeah, like you said before, Sal, I'll believe it yeah. when I see it. Right. The Pats are still the favorite to win the division, and so they're still the overwhelming favorite to win the division. Guess what? 
They're not winning the division if they lose this game. Yeah, three so, games back would be to bad. To me, this game is a must-win. Brady always wins those regular season must-win. They have a chip on their shoulder. Dolphins, I think people are touting them a little too much after last week's win. Yeah, Let's calm down a little bit. So that's my three-team parlay this week. The Pats, the Packers, the Chargers, plus 103. All right. If you add the three of them up, Sal. All right. Can't we just not bet the Patriots and root against them? We can't do that, right? I know we can't, but... <laughs> until, until... Sal, I know. Until I know. It's just over. fun, though. Like, it's just the way you said it. It's like, if they don't win this game, they don't get the division. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't that be fun to not have to... <laughs> That's true. Have to I know what you're saying, but... You got to make money. It's listen, about making money here. I understand. got to make money. The money right. comes first, Sal. Harry, how are you going to make money this week? Well, I'm going to go back to Monday night. Kansas City is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Denver. Now, you guys remember, a lot, of, a lot of people on Twitter, too, probably remember when last year I had the Arizona versus Oregon game. I gave every reason why Arizona should win the game, but I still went with Oregon, and Oregon won by 20 points. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I like to call a perfect setup game. Everything is working against Denver. Everyone will have Kansas City on teasers and Moneyline parlays, and they'll even lay the points. Denver looked awful last week in Baltimore and didn't score in the last three quarters. Kansas City is 3-0 and and winning games by halftime. Mahomes has been unreal and set the NFL record for the most passing touchdowns in the first three games of the season ever. Case Keenum has not been what John Elway expected, and Denver has lost five in a row to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So with that said, Give me the Broncos, five and a half, <laughs> just to be safe, at minus 120, and take the Broncos plus six. One stat I will say that is in Denver's favor. Since 2015, Denver is 6-2 and two against the spread as a home dog. Mm. And in 2013, Case Keenum's first ever start was with the Texans, and that was against an undefeated 6-0 Chiefs team. The Texans were plus three that day. He played well. The Texans lost the game 17-16, but they got the money. This game smells very fishy. Monday night, everybody loading up on the high-powered Chiefs. Give me the Broncos at plus six by the half at minus 120 Mm. for my best bet. All right, let me look these over. Brother Bry has the Raiders over the Browns. Parlay Kid has Chargers, Packers, Patriots, Moneyline Parlay, pays plus 103. Harry's buying the half point, taking Denver plus six Monday night at home against the Chiefs. Uh, Brother Bry, I, I already gave this pick out. I do like it. I gave it out on uh, Lock It In. Raiders minus two and a half. I think it's crazy to have Baker Mayfield getting anything less than a field goal on the road. I don't care who they're playing, unless they're playing the Browns, and they can't play the Browns. So, uh, I, but it scares me. That line, wouldn't you rather it be three and a half? Like, this is what goes through my head here. Oh, wouldn't yeah. You? Yeah. Why is this two and a half? Bump that up to three and a half. Everything favors the Raiders, and everybody likes the Raiders. So let me let me think about that for a second. Parley kid, like I said, Chargers over San Francisco, I think they win like 31-10 or something. Uh, C.J. Beathard's not winning right. that game. Uh, Green Bay should take care of Buffalo. I do worry about a mobile quarterback against them, and I worry about, I don't know what was with their defense. They put a lot of pressure on, uh, I guess the Vikings' offensive line is bad, but Green Bay's isn't great either. But I think they get it done. I think they have to start winning at Lambeau. They're not tying. They need to start winning games. Um, Dolphins, like I said, I think the Patriots will win. I'd rather not root for them. It'd be fun if they were three games yep. back. But uh, I read a stat, I think... It's it's so rare, but after back-to-back losses, they outscore opponents 171-60. to 60. You know they have a chip on their shoulder. The Patriots should win. Maybe Josh Gordon goes deep. They stretch it out. I worry about the Dolphins' speed a little, but maybe that was just against the Raiders. All right, so I do like that. Um, Harry, plus six against the Chiefs. Harry, how many points? I mean, we said the Chiefs are, you all guessed that they would, ha- they would score at the least, like 18, 19, and then the line was 17 points this year that would be their low number how many points do you think the Chiefs would score here well I think more than anything I think the Denver offense maybe gets gets going a little bit Keenum plays better and I think that maybe they get 24 and this game's close uh the the Sunday night game was a snore fest Pittsburgh was up 17 
uh, on the road um, until uh, until uh, Tampa came back. Um, Monday night magic for the Broncos at home. I see maybe if the Chiefs get 20, 27, the Broncos get 24, Keenum keeps it close, and they get the money. All right. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I looked at Parlay Kids Parlay last week, and you had the Rams and the Chiefs on it, right, Darren? You had the Rams? That's correct. Yeah, I just, I just, I think like you know, forget about bye weeks that don't match up. But I think like just those two on a money line parlay, you could probably win uh, ten out of the next thirteen weeks or something. But uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You know, everybody's putting Kansas City on every to close out every parlay on the money. Yeah, line. everybody's going to have Kansas City. Yeah, they might lose that. They might just win by three. You might be right. I like parlay kids thing. I'll probably go with something similar to that. I'll tell you what, brother Bry, I'm sticking with you. I'm sticking with you, kid. <laughs> Raiders minus two and a half. We're doing it oh, again. No, so much pressure. Uh, now, now more than ever. <laughs> this team better step up. <laughs> you can't get Camille. Uh, parlay kid, this is bullshit. Kill, kill. Oh, I, thought you, I, you were gonna, I thought you were going to go with the parlay kid. You guys should be happy. This only means you're going to win again. That's all right. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking a bullet for you here. And uh, it's in the form of the drunk guy, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield can't kill me again. Can't kill me again. I had the Jets. Uh, all right. So, Brother Bry, Raiders over Browns. Nice. Bry, where can people yell at you for this pick on Twitter? Yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry, but let me say, I gave out my college picks last week. Oh, yeah. It was four and oh. Wow, nice. My college picks. So I yeah, so I'm nine and three so far in the in the three weeks. Are so you counting Stanford? I mean, Are you counting you counting I Stanford? Be giving out those picks on the show, I think. I just Well, maybe you can it up here. We'll figure it out. You counting Stanford in that four and oh, or was that just an addition? I did have Stanford. No, yeah, I gotta right. gotta count that. Three and one. Three and one. You're three and one. Three and <laughs> well, one. Well, uh, Sal, I also had Syracuse. I also had the Syracuse under. You oh, know. yeah, that's I bad. mean, that was yeah, a, a yeah. gift as well. All right. Yeah, he's taught. He's got, listen, he's got the Midas touch when it comes to college. Uh, follow Brother Bry at the Brother Bry, right? And uh, yep. Parlay Kid, what about you? I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. All right, now listen. Big the, game for uh, Glenn Football yes. this week, too, Sal. Things are Shaw, starting. Sean Wedding River at Sean Wedding River, one of our rivals. Probably like one in 10 against them over the last. Uh, Several years. Uh-huh. Um, I say we're the favorite, though. I think we. I think our win a couple weeks ago puts us as the favorite. It's going to be a tough game, though. Very, right. They have a very tough offensive line and a quarterback who runs about a four-four. So, well, uh, listen, yours. Uh, they're very dangerous. Your though. son slash quarterback isn't so shabby himself. What do you have? One hundred thirteen yards rushing on ten carries or thirteen carries? Yeah, That's- it's about. Yeah, he played. Uh, they had. A, they were kind of on cruise control last week. He. Um, Really, just all of, uh, really played like a half. You know, like their coach is pretty good with uh, right. getting kids out. You know, once they build up like a, a lead, so um, they knew that was kind of a gimme. So uh, they were resting kids for this week a little bit too. So. Go Glenn Knights, go Glenn Football Knights at Shoreham. Take that, Dean Huff. It's going to be another win. Uh, <laughs> yes, Harry. What about you? Uh, you can find me at A A O Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, I am currently one and two in your son, twelve-year-old son's <laughs> fantasy football league. Uh, a fantasy football league. I'm one and two, uh, and in our league, I'm one and two. And uh, I do owe you an apology. I think I did say I'm twenty-four and eight lifetime against you. There I'm we only, go. Uh, uh, they showed it this week. I'm uh, only eighteen and fourteen lifetime against you, Sal. But uh, <laughs> what? But uh, again, I, I lost to brother Brian. I <laughs> what had do you mean they it? in the starting lineup, by the way. With, yeah, with the five, ten minutes to go before the game start, and if I start Giovanni Bernard over Kenyon Drake because Fournette w- didn't play when he should have, uh, I would have beat Brother Bry by a point. Let me just say, I, b- people, I know if people hate fantasy talk, uh, just shut this off now. We're only saying goodbye to each other anyway. But I, I do need to complain, uh, Harry. I play you this week in fantasy, right? Last yep. week, Monday night, I, I was dead to rights, but I had Fitzmagic and I had Juju Smith-Schuster and our opponent. Uh, our friend Chris and his partner is Harry's brother, Scott, who has like an IQ of about 13. All right. And, uh, and so I'm down a ton of points and then I go up three late in the fourth, that last Fitz magic drive. I go up three. He's got James Connor gets the three right back. So now I lose on a tie. So now it's 77, 77 or something. And I lose on a tiebreaker. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. Roethlisberger third down. 
throws that crazy pass. Could have been picked off. Probably maybe shouldn't have even been passing. First town to Juju Smith-Schuster. I think it's done. I think I'm done. I won. I'm up one. I'm up a point. And there goes James Conner. Busts off a 12-yard run. I tie it. Incredible. I'm tie. I lose. We don't. Whatever. We scored 79. We both deserve to lose. But I'm. I, I let out a scream like you wouldn't believe. Like my son is like, oh, you have to. I said no, like that. And my son's like, Dad, I want to show you something. Uh, Steve Carell did that on The Office exactly like you. I'm like, I don't want to see any videos right now. He's laughing at me. He wants to videotape me. I'm like, everybody's going to bed right now. It's, he's like, it's eight fifteen. You know, it's early on the West. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to deal with everyone. I'm a 47 year old man, mind you, right now, going to bed angry over a fantasy loss. This is outrageous. But and I'm sure it'll happen again against Harry. Good luck, Harry, this week. Are you favored? Do they have them? You favored against me? Uh, they had me. Uh, they had they rated me uh, 92 points. Had you at 90. All right. And you starting Case Keenum? What are you doing? We'll see. You should we'll start see. him. You have, you love Denver. You love everything about him this week, right? I'm not going to whatever I tell you to whatever I tell you to do if you do it you're going to win so it doesn't matter. Uh all right guys, that'll do it for another episode of Against the Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Shoot us an email. Cousin Sal, against all odds at gmail.com. Watch Lock It In Monday through Friday. Quit your job 4:30 to 5:30 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Jimmy Kimmel Live 11:35 tonight every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and Craig from San Diego State. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-